Hey, what's up everyone? It is Pastor Marcus here from the storychurchproject.com. Welcome to the Story Church Project podcast where our focus is how to redesign the local Adventist church to tell its story loud to a culture that is no longer listening. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear and that it inspires you to make a difference in your local church today. Hey, what's up everyone? It's Marcus here. Happy Monday. It's really good to be back again this week. And today I want to talk about three steps toward a new Adventism. Now, I love Adventism and that's no surprise. You guys all know that, especially if you've been following this uh, page for some time. Uh, Adventism is something I'm really passionate about. I love our theological narrative, uh, our, our, especially, you know, Daniel and Revelation. I think it's absolutely awesome. Uh, I love the health message. I love Ellen White. I love the history of our church. I love its legacy. Uh, for you theology nerds out there, I, I love our sanctuary hermeneutic. Uh, I love our global structure as well. And and of course, I love haystacks. Uh, who can't or who doesn't love haystacks? If you don't love haystacks, you're just, you're weird. Um, and most of all, I, I love the way authentic Adventism lifts Jesus up. And I've said this before and I'll say it again, even though it's probably not the most politically correct thing to say. I think there's nothing like authentic Adventism to lift Jesus up. Uh, and I know there's, you know, like I, I have respect and, and, and I value every faith tribe that there is out there, uh, especially in, in my, you know, among my fellow Christians. But this is just something about Adventism, man. It's just unheard of. And I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So, because I love Adventism, I have this passion to see it thrive. Now, it's it's not because I want Adventism to thrive for the sake of Adventism. Uh, I have this passion to see it thrive for the sake of Jesus, because he's the one who raises up out of the ashes of disappointment and and into the global movement that we are today. I mean, who would have thought, you know, back in 1844 that this ragtag bunch of people who were the laughing stock of society uh, would become such a massive global movement that it is today. So Jesus, uh, for me, the way the way I, it connects with me, Jesus is the reason for Adventism. And our, and our whole church exists to communicate the heart of God to the whole world. That's really what we're all about. And for me, it's an honor to, to have been, you know, both raised in this church and also to be a leader in the church today. And I want to see it blossom and flourish and grow. Now, it's because of this passion for the Adventist movement that I tend to get overwhelmed with emotion when I attend an Adventist church that's youthless and lifeless, stuck in a bygone era and filled with people who either don't seem to care or who obstinately believe that this is the way it should be. Um, and that's usually when I'm like standing there scratching my head like, I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> um, but I think the thing that hurts the most is that this kind of church that I've just described represents the vast majority of SDA churches I've been to. Uh, in the various areas I've lived throughout my life, including the U.S. and Australia. Uh, in other words, the really vibrant, um, down-to-earth, missional Adventist church is something that I don't find very often. It's rare in my experience. So research shows us, uh, and I'm quoting here, this is from uh, the article Growing Young, How to Save Our Church, um, found on record.adventistchurch.com, and uh, from the Adventist Record, which is, you know, magazine here in Australia. It says this, our churches are growing older. Many young people are leaving the church once they reach independence. Now, of course, I'm quoting the research there, but I don't really have to. You kind of already know it's true. And the primary reason why people leave our church 
continue to be, and I'm quoting here again, hypocrisy, conflict, and lack of friends, especially while going through life trauma such as marital problems. Now, that's a paraphrase from um, Why Did They Leave? It's a PDF file on AdventistArchives.org. And if you want the links to each of these, uh, just go on thestorychurchproject.com, look up the blog, Three Steps to a New Adventism, and, uh, and the links are at the bottom. I'm going to continue, though. Uh, in 2013, there was a 2013 retention summit, and I quote, it revealed that the nomination has lost one in three members over the last 50 years. Additionally, for every 100 people the Adventist Church gains, it loses 43 previous members. And that's from an article in Christianity Today, actually. Um, Seventh-day Adventists assess why one in three members leave SDA Church, leave the SDA Church. Um, again, link on the actual blog itself. So, with... One of the main contributions, if you follow this research um, and to the actual source, it says one of the main contributions for this exodus of people um, is that the church doesn't help people through their tough life experiences. And, and you can find that uh, on, on news.adventist.org on, on the article that talks about the, um, the first retention summit. And again, that link is on the blog. So, I mean, what are we really talking about here, right? Like... We've got this beautiful church, this beautiful movement, this beautiful narrative, and then we have this overwhelmingly shocking reality. Now, as a pastor who dialogues with other pastors and mission-minded members, the conversations always revolve around three main points. Right? These are the three things that just constantly repeat no matter where I go and who I'm talking to. If, they, if they're into mission and they want to see the church do well, it always these are the, always the points that are raised. First, why are Adventists so dead? Right? And, and that usually tends to happen you know, when someone has been to another denomination. Um, and they spend some time, you know, maybe doing some work, or something, and then they come back and they're like, "Why are those people so passionate and so alive and so vibrant and so simple?" And then, and then, you know, you go back to your local church, and people are bickering and they're dead, um, and all that kind of stuff. That, that tends to happen in that sphere. But most people, even without that context, are painfully aware that most of our members are dead. Uh, the second point is, uh, or, or theme that comes up is, why do eighty percent of the members do nothing while the same twenty percent do everything? That's a conversation I've had in almost every single church I've ever attended. And third, how can we keep our youth and reach the culture when our churches are in such a bad state? Um, and this usually comes especially from young people who want to invite their friends. They want their friends to get to know Jesus, but they're like, ah, I don't want to invite them here. <laughs> now, no one really has the answers to these questions because they're really complex. Um, but we have to continue to agitate the conversation because the truth is, like I said before, there's nothing like Adventism. The story that we tell is both unique to us and needed by the culture. So we can't just sit back and rest while our churches continue the same unhealthy behavior year after year. Uh, we've got to raise our voices and inspire the birth of a new Adventism. Now, I want to share three steps that I believe can lead us there. And these are three steps that you can apply in your local church um, or in a church plant that, you know, maybe you guys are starting to create a, a new culture. And... Uh, you know, these aren't the end-all be-all of the conversation and they're pretending to have the answer to the question, but these are just some things, you know, for you guys to chew on and consider and pursue in your local churches. And I think the bottom line is, if you're not pursuing this, then these three simple things, um, then you're just never going to arrive at a new Adventism. And here are the three simple things. Number one, rediscover the relevance and uniqueness of our story. Now, part of the reason why our church members are so dead is from my experience as a local pastor, um, is because few of them realize how relevant and scarce our message is. See, because when you realize that our message is both relevant and scarce, you're like, oh, okay, so we're the only ones telling this and let's get to work, you know? Um, but when you're not aware of that, it's kind of like, oh, we're just another one in the heap and, you know, whatever. It's not a big deal. Um, 
So there's this story that we've been called to tell that no one else is telling. That's the bottom line. And, and my question to you right now is, do you know what that story is? Now, if you or your church don't have the answer to that question, nothing else is really going to make much of a difference. Like this is the ground zero bottom line right here. Now, I actually wrote a whole book on this, um, about this very thing. It's called Why is Adventism So Weird? You can get it at thestorychurchproject.com. Uh, you go to the store tab. Uh, you can find it there. You can read it with your church, read it with your leaders, and uh, and experience that. But here's the point, guys. You've got to rediscover the beauty of of the Adventist story. I'm not talking about Adventist history. I'm talking about the story that we tell, the heart of God, the way we communicate His heart through Scripture. Uh, that's the absolute bottom line, right? If so, if if you're not rediscovering that, and look, you don't have to use my book for that. There's a lot of good books. You go to the ABC. You know, um, you just open your Bible, and you know, how's that for an idea? Um, but uh, it can be helpful, you know, the, the book I've written, and, and I encourage you to take a look at it if you have the chance. So number two, um, reorient the focus of the church. Now, many churches are, here's the thing, many churches are maintenance-minded instead of mission-minded. So what this means is that most of their energy goes toward keeping the machine of the church oiled instead of innovating new ideas and adventures. So in order to change our trend and bring about this new Adventism, the focus of the church has to change from keep the engine running to hit the racetrack. And that's a big difference, right? There's a big, massive difference between having a car in a lot in, in a garage where you make sure the oil is on and you crank it up every day and you run it. Big, big difference between that and actually getting that car on the racetrack and going for a race. You know, totally different experience. And that's what we do with most of our churches. We keep them in the garage. We keep the garage, you know, the, keep the oil tipped up, but we don't actually take it out for a race. And that's what we should be doing. So reorient the focus of your church. So let me go through that one again. Um, first is we need to rediscover the relevance and the uniqueness of our story. And number two, we need to reorient the focus of our church from maintenance to mission. And number three, again, these are simple guys. There's nothing magical here. Number three, redesign relationships. Now, when it comes to surveys, the one thing Adventists consistently scored the lowest in is loving relationships. Now I'm talking about the natural church development surveys that uh, a lot of conferences do. The number one thing we consistently scored the lowest in is loving relationships. And this is reflected in the data I quoted earlier. Now, we don't lose members because we don't have cool churches with state-of-the-art resources and a hipster pastor. We, we lose members because we lack relationships. It's, it's that simple. And maybe that's part of the problem. You know, we're always looking for some complicated solution when, when really it's it's so simple. Now, the way to foster relationships in your church, and here's just a tip. This isn't the end-all be-all. It's just a tip. The way to foster relationships in your church is to create spaces where people can build memories together. Because when you build memories with someone else, that is what sort of glues us together, glues people together. Now, a church mission trip, a church camp, a church service project in the community, church picnics, fundraisers, holistic small groups, all of these activities are out of the ordinary. In other words, they're not just the same old hustle and bustle of the church program. Uh, they're out of the ordinary, and they help foster memories that in turn raise the level of intimacy among your members. And as that level raises, then the conversation is, we want this to spill over into our guests. You know, We want people to feel this, to, to be included in this. Now, maybe, uh, perhaps, I should say, few have captured our current state and our future potential, as well as Danny Bell and his article, North American Adventist Church Growth, The Untold Story. Isn't that cool? That's like a really um, mysterious title. But this is what he wrote. The reality is that the church in Western society has become insular, self-centered, and unconcerned about a suffering, dying world. We prefer to stand at church doors and call out to the public rather than go out and get involved in the dirty business of befriending the scum of the earth. 
the fortress mentality is alive and well in our churches and until we realize that it's not all about quote going home to heaven and quote wishing jesus would come the sooner we can properly engage in the master's business so the challenges that we face as, as a global church are big there's no doubt about that especially in the western context like they're big you know postmodernism and secularism and, you know post-secularism and 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 the myriad of uh <laughs> post this and post that that comes with it uh, but the point is that the solutions are not as complex as many imagine passion for our story mission-mindedness in our church structure and relational intentionality in our church life are simple things but with them we can usher in a new Adventism capable of connecting with and ministering effectively to the culture. Thank you guys for hanging out with me today. And I want to wish you an amazing week this week. Head over to thestorychurchproject.com. Subscribe to the newsletter so you can stay up to speed with everything that's going on. And you'll also get a free online course. Discover the three simple changes that will transform your church. Just head over to the Story Church Project. You can find it there. All right, guys. Take care. God bless. And I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's latest episode of the Story Church Project Podcast. I hope you were blessed. If you haven't yet had a chance, I want to invite you to head over to thestorychurchproject.com and subscribe to the newsletter. Not only will you get the latest updates every week, but I'm also going to send you a free gift straight to your inbox. You don't want to miss it. I'll catch you on the next one.